Hey, listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever. Mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And welcome to the season three wrap up. Wrapping it up. Gung gung. Of Sex in the City. <laughs> Corey, do you have, do you feel low energy? No, I, I, you have, I, see, you have, you look low energy. You, I I'm do kidding. look low energy. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally I look kidding. like, I, I think I just look like I have jaundice. I think that's more what it is. I just, I'm yellow. Well, you have the headphones on. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's like really loud now or something. It's a little loud. I, I thought the other day when I was doing dishes about the way to do the intro and I was like, maybe I'll mix it up. And that Ooh. way it was more, more measured. I like that. It, I didn't want it. Cause usually it's like, welcome to the Bradshaw boys, a podcast where three guys. And this yeah. time I was like, you know what? No, just say the words. I just like say it. the words. I liked it because I guess it wasn't that it was low energy. It was like, I was like, I don't know a way to put this. It's just different. And it, it, was was just different. it was calculated. It was calculated. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to throw, throw something a little different, you know? See, cause I thought maybe it was like, uh, like we're, we're tired. We're bedraggled because mm. bedraggled. we're done with season three and we've been normally through. these normally a normal season's 12 episodes. These are 18 seasons. So yeah. this is like, it's episodes. like we, we just ran, we were used to five K's and this was a half marathon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A delightful half marathon. I mean, I will twists and turns. It was like a half marathon in Munich when you'd never been out of the country before. (laughs) And then you were there. You were like, man, they made a movie here starring Matt Damon. Wasn't he in Munich? No, no, no big celebrities. It was the one. Uh, What's the soccer movie that he was in? Uh, rounders, <laughs> not rounders. Fantastic no, movie. Rounders. Was it Invictus yeah, where no, he played the South, soccer coach? Yeah, I think you're South. thinking about rounders. I think I am thinking about rounders. Yeah, there you go. When it I was, when I said soccer, I meant, meant poker. poker. Yeah, yeah, Texas, Hold. South Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was. So we're at season three, end of Sex in the City. We were warned. You like we these were, apples? We, <laughs> that was a classic rounders line. How yeah. how you like these aces? <laughs> How you like this pair of queens? I got your chips. How you like these aces? <laughs> hey, hey, I know, I know you folded. It's not your fault. It's not your, <laughs> fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Will. It's not your fault. Uh, it's good. This don't 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 fold on me, Sean. Don't fold. It's not your fault. It ended. It opened June fourth. It ended October fifteenth, two thousand. This is our year two thousand. Yeah. Wow. So the what next- a summer that was. Yeah. Just. 
perfect way to get through a miserable New York City summer. Fresh, hey, fresh, away, this. fresh out of the Y2K scare. Oh mm-hmm. man, coming we, in we, hot we, from, we, from we, thinking we, the world's gonna end and planes are gonna fall out of the sky. Ye- uh, to n- no. nothing. <laughs> what do you want? He was, was talking about Y2K. Talking about Y2K how they, how people plane. thought that like the systems and planes were going to stop and they were just going to like all of a sudden and then drop. And then they they kept flying yeah. strong. So it's, uh, it's pretty wild. We're like, this is 20 years ago, which I guess it was because like we're still, I mean, it's 19 years ago. Yeah. But we're a year into doing the podcast. So it's almost like if we were slower at putting things out, we would keep up with it always being the 20 year anniversary. Yeah. But we're we're actually better than that. Okay. Yeah. Man, what a um, season. What a season. What we were what warned that it was we gonna be the best. It, and so far it's like it's another a year in another universe. Yeah, it's we not were, even it's not even close. We were warned it's gonna be a roller coaster. And, and it, it was. was a roller Holy coaster. Cow. Oh my gosh. We buckled up. And we went through the twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's dive right in. Season okay. starts. Season starts with. Uh, let's, go, let's go through. Let's 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 pick up episode names. Uh, first one's "Where's the Smoke." Mm-hmm. That was the firefighter ball. Yep. And uh, she Staten meets, Island. Staten Island. She meets the um, comptroller. What is his job? He's 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 a he's comptroller. A politician. He's uh, he. Miranda, oh, also Pissetician. He's no, it's, it's John Slattery. Episode, it's John right? Slattery, yeah, and I think he's, 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 I think he's running for comptroller. And he wants to pee pee on her. Well, he doesn't learn. He doesn't want to pee pee on her until, until a couple se- episodes later. Yeah, the second episode. He I was think. drinking a lot of water in episode one, and he was holding it in, <laughs> waiting to to be a. Piss. And we all decided on that episode if we would pee or get peed on. Yeah. Yep. Forgot what we all. I would not do either of those. I went home and peed in my own pants. Yeah. Because I wanted to be peed on, but I wanted to be controlled by me. I think I I think I said I'd do either. You'd be down if I, I if I was, but I would have to be roped into the situation. Mm. I'm I'm out for both. I don't like pee. Uh, I don't think I would want it to happen. If I'm <laughs> honest, I don't think I. I think if it. I was in Carrie's same situation, I'd be like, well, yeah, you're like, you're you're a good guy. You're a comptroller. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Plus, then she just freaking doxed him in the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh, that's which true. Which was which was immature. Yeah. It is funny how like no, but she didn't full on dox him. She didn't. Full on she dox. didn't say his name. No, she made sure people knew it was him. I'm okay with that. I'm. I mean, for a show that is like, I don't know. Sometimes people are crazy. It is funny how how like puritanical they'll get in certain moments. It's like, oh my word, why would he even ask me? He was nice about how he asked. He was nice about how he asked, but then he, he she didn't dox him for that reason. She doxed him because he he talked shit on her career. He said something about her. She she wasn't like this guy asked if he could pee on me. I'm gonna. She there was a reason. I'll look it up real quick. But there's a specific reason why she did that. He he made some weird relationship thing, and so she kind of tit for tatted him. I, I'm him just saying that's not tit for tat because that's like someone's like asked you to do a sexual thing. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't the reason she did it though. I, it wasn't the sexual thing. No, but it's not. To, what that is is to open up about something that you might be interested in doing. Sure. And then telling the whole world about it is immature. But it's not immature, and you're saying it still is she, immature just because she was. No, I but what you're. Was the reason, what was the reason that's what she did that? That's what, what I'm trying. The, to, that's what yeah. I'm trying to find. Because it wasn't just because he asked. Yeah, that. it wasn't just out of spite. She no. was like, "Screw this guy! I'm going to reveal that he he's a pee pee." guy um, <laughs> he's a he's a pp controller he's a pp <laughs> what is uh, it politically erect no it's uh it's where there's smoke 
No, no, no. That oh, was... oh, oh, yeah. Politically erect is the uh, politically erect is the episode where that happens. It's, the, it's also the canceled Bill Maher show. That's true. Well, it was the canceled Bill Maher show, only sponsored by uh, Viagra. Yes. New rules. Here, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna read that real quick. You guys follow yeah. on sports. I'm gonna dip out for a second and okay. do some research. Get in there. Sounds good. Uh, and then after John Slattery, is that his name? Yeah. After Slattery, we uh, I think Carrie starts dating the. There's the Alanis Morissette scene. Alanis Morissette oh my episode. Gosh, that was this. That was this, this season? season where she dates the bisexual guy, and oh my uh, gosh. yeah, they go to like they go to that they, cool like Brooklyn spin, party, spin the bottle party. <laughs> was that in Brooklyn? I think it. Was, I think uh, so. No, I th no was it? I thought we found it, it was like just like a random side. loft in Manhattan or okay. something. Because I think they're mostly out of Brooklyn at this point. I think. Um. So are we going to just like go through all of the episodes that happened or should we talk about larger themes that happened in the show? Maybe we should talk about themes. Yeah. I want to start. And then we're going to get to some fan questions. Okay, good. Some well, listener I mean, questions. Obviously the big, um, the big things in my opinion that happened this season. Mr. Were, big. That's one were, of the things. Yeah. Were the Aiden big Natasha drama with Carrie. Um, the second thing was obviously Trey and uh charlotte and then the steve breakup that was a big thing and then the steve breakup which kind of like feels like feels like that happened early in the season and then like nothing really happened with that yeah I mean, but that was a big thing yeah and they kind of circled back where she like went and had chinese food with him and they rehashed it and then did anything like really big happen with samantha she, this she moved to she, she moved yeah. to meet packing she she okay. hit that woman and she caused that woman to get hit in the eye and then kind of got shaded out of her building and moved down to meet packing that's right and, and then I, she had that whole episode where she was wanting to she got the flu and none of the dudes would come to sleep with her that's no, right. no, no, like, no. None of the like, guys she slept with would come like to help her. Nothing like as serious as Carrie and Aiden or no. Charlotte and Trey. Not no. as much, but I will say, if we're grading them on a curve, which we kind of have to because we kind of know that Samantha is never going to have quite the depth as the other characters, mm -hmm. it is a pretty big deal. to. Sh they did shake her character up in in more interesting ways than... Yeah, they shook her up for her status. Than our times. Even, mm -hmm. even like going to get the STD test was like added some depth to it. The other, the thing with the, the kids, like with her being insecure about her age, yeah. right? there was, there was more depth to her than there was mm -hmm. in season one and two. Okay. Yeah, so why, why don't we start from what I perceive as the bottom, like the least, the least main character of the four, which would be Samantha. Okay. Real quick um, before we go there. Okay. I looked up the slattery thing. Okay. So what it is, is that he asked her to do the peeing thing and she's not into it. And then they have this interaction in the bathroom. And I, I I didn't get what Carrie says to him. But then he says, that's okay. I kind of feel like dating a sex columnist would be bad for my image anyway. Mm. And he downgrades her job in front of her and is like, don't worry about it. So yeah. then she gets back and writes an article about kink and says something about a politician without naming him. I think that is actually a... It's, it's, a, it, it's a higher slight than doing that. But I feel like I'd he kind of gets his just desserts. <laughs> he also knew what he was getting into. He knew I mean, what he, he was, was dating. Oh, Carrie yeah. Bradshaw. If and you date Carrie Bradshaw, get it's like if you date Taylor Swift. Like get ready to have a, a song or column written. That's about true. You. I, she hasn't I, really had a relationship for a while, has she? Since Carrie, like Chris, Chris Evans. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Tay. I, I after that last album, I I dipped out pretty hard. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you and eighty million other yes. people were just like, we're just gonna. 
We're just going to wait. We'll start a Taylor Swift podcast soon. Uh, you can. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm okay. Have fun. So uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll start a Taylor Swift podcast called The Red Men, and it's us doing the album Red. I loved that album. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do six episodes on the song about Jake Gyllenhaal. The coffee one? The coffee one. The Gorilla Coffee red, one. Red cup or something? It's, uh, it's maple lattes. And yeah. if you Google maple lattes, it comes up in Google image search of them walking in Prospect Park. The whole thing about the scarf. Right I our- just don't know if doing a podcast called Red Man is such a great idea for political correct reasons. What if, we got, can- what if we got Red Man from Wu-Tang on it? What if we got Red Man on Wu-Tang and we got sponsored by Red Man Tobacco? That would tobacco. be insane. Um, okay, so wait, you want to start with Samantha? Yeah, let's, let's start, start with, with Samantha, Samantha and then go to okay. Miranda and then Charlotte and then Carrie. Okay, let's start what were with... Some big, what were like some big Samantha takeaways so for you all this season? I think that she actually legitimately lives a... Uh, she actually had to face her fears with her sexual promiscuity. Mm-hmm. And not an AIDS s- test episode? Yeah. In a, in, in a way that it's like, that seems to me like Michael Patrick King, who um, we were told that like came in as the showrunner and was like, okay, it's time to like revamp this show and like put some depth in there. And that's why season three was so much better. And it seems like that is a very obvious thing that's like, okay, what is really going on with these characters? Don't you think this person would, you know, either be scared or uh, get tested or like what's actually the reality of having so many sexual partners and what would she do? And I thought that was one of the better episodes and they did it in such a clever way to have the guy who's like super kinky be like, whoa, are you, you've never been tested? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a really great PSA without it being a PSA. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, we also, I, I totally forgot about this, but there was the whole episode where Samantha dates the, the, uh, black guy whose, uh, sister owns a soul food restaurant. Oh, yeah. That's the episode where we meet Aiden. And we got a listener email about that where she was like that whole episode ages totally poorly, which like mm-hmm. we talked about, there's like a ton of stereotypes in there, but there's like Samantha, I feel like has been, wrapped up in a bunch of different stuff. And I think you're right about like the AIDS test. That was like the first thing where she's had to reckon with that. And then mm. also with her kind of playing by her own rules with her getting kicked out of her building. I think yeah. that's like a huge thing. Too. Yeah. And moving is pretty stressful. Also, she had to taste funky spunk. She yeah. Funky spunk. My, Bobby Cannavale the, saw the, him on the subway last night. Oh, I, nice. And he, I could smell his spunk <laughs> from a mile away. He was just jizzing all over the summer my, it's disgusting. Oh, it's my big samantha so uh episode that i remember sticking out was when she had to through throw the um bar mitzvah for well, she threw a party for the girls that mm-hmm. were younger than her hot child in the city yeah mm. and she she kind of saw uh she int- like looked at them and saw that they were growing up too fast and looked back at her working at Dairy Queen, I think. Mm-hmm. She and she like looked back and was like, you know what? I had at least I had a childhood. At least I have something fond to remember. And I really appreciated that side of Samantha, kind of more of an introspective uh, examine the things that you're thankful for, not just not just uh, be sex crazed. Yeah. And then also the episode where she um, got an agreement, an argument with. Um, Charlotte yeah. about when when Trey wasn't able to kind of sleep with her and Samantha took in like walked a mile in Charlotte's shoes and Charlotte 
walk the mile in Samantha's shoes. I thought that was really interesting to have them both kind of experience that. Yeah, I feel like I think that I mean, I was just looking back and like she definitely has some episodes like she dated the short man who shopped in the boys department at Bloomingdale's. Like she definitely had a couple of episodes that were straight up Samantha, just like ridiculous storylines. And there was that one storyline where she just she had sex with a guy on a rolling bed. Like that was our last that was a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I think that they started to play with her having a little bit of more depth. And I think the article, the article, the argument with her and Charlotte was huge. Yeah. And then they made up afterward. Yeah. It started to show that it was like some real friendship depth Mm -hmm. there. Even though she was a bit of a cat when they were trying on their wedding dresses. Remember that scene? She kind of put Charlotte on blast. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. That was not cool. Not cool to do to someone on their, uh, like a week before their wedding. Come on, True. Samantha. Did anyone ever put you on blast the week before your wedding? Um, no, my wife did such an incredible job planning the majority of our wedding and like being the ops person of it. She made my life so incredibly easy for, for that week. So thank you very much, Katie, for being thank a great you. wedding planner. I feel like this season is just so memorable not just because of the four ladies but also because of len i mean yeah yeah i mean this is when we we met len yeah we fell in love yeah we said goodbye god Uh len we'll never forget len though we'll never forget len and len if you're listening we miss you lend me a hand (laughs) lend me a stand come on len Come on, Len. Len, bud, if you can hear us, we miss you. We miss you, bro. Dude, like such a lucky. Wait, he was that when she was on her period? That was when, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, what? The answer, my Len, is (laughs) blowing in my Len. The answer is blowing in my Len. Blowing on my Len. Blowing on Len. Um... That's, uh, let's go to Char- let's go to Miranda. Okay, let's go to Miranda. Let's move on up to Miranda. Moving on up. What's the main story? Is it she was with? She's got I, short hair. Yeah, That's my, the main. My story. main thing with Miranda this season was that she realized that she was the problem. I feel like those last couple episodes where her and Charlotte did her and Charlotte get in the fight. Uh, no, her and Carrie, her got, Carrie in got in a fight and she was able to reconcile with Steve that maybe she was being a little uptight, a little bit of a pisser. I think, uh, yeah, I think Miranda is a bit of a hippopotamus when it comes to like her home and her space. Explain and her, that. Hippopotamus or hippopotami are very territorial. They're like notorious. If you get close to them, they'll like freak out. And she has like her bubble, her work her apartment, her schedule. And Steve was just trying to be a part of that. And she like snapped and like Mm. could not accept him entering that territory. And Mm. I think by the end of it, uh, after dating some other guys, after talking with the girls, after Charlotte's problems with Trey, she kind of realized that she was building this, this wall around her life that she was protecting a little too aggressively. And she need she needed to relax, relax control a little bit. I mean, she even I didn't realize that that was this was the season, but she had the maid Magda, 
who yeah. cleaned out her house and like found yeah. her vibrator and stuff. And she uh-huh. had to like, which like that was, I was listening to an episode of ours because I love to hear us talk. And we were talking about how like, oh, Miranda's only, only into her career. But like, that was an episode where she said like, I order takeout, I work hard and I use battery operated devices. And I think that like, she kind of got to the place where she was standing up for being a solo career woman and like defending her own choices. But I also think you're right. They gave her some heart after a while where she realized that the the longer she sticks to her guns in such a strict way, she's going to push people out. You got to let, you got to let someone in. No man is an Island. No. Yeah. Not even on Steve Island. Not, not even yeah. on, that was such a great show. Steve Island. It came on after temptation Island. <laughs> it was just him hoping someone from temptation like Island would come over to Steve Island. draft beers for people. He's like, Hey, I'm here. And there's a lot of you over there that want to have Welcome sex with someone. Island. Welcome to Steve Island. Do you think, First two seasons, it seemed, I mean, before Steve, it seemed very much like, I don't need a man. and Or I may was, be a lesbian. Let me just uh, harass this woman in the elevator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot think. about that. But then this one, it seemed a little more like, not a stereotype, but sort of like she clearly, she complained a lot more about dating. Like, it seems like Samantha's like, hey, whatever, I'm out there, like. I I'm do my PR and I also like dating. I don't need to set it on Miranda. This season, I like dating and I like dick. Really? Really, Mm. honey. But it seemed like I like mating, (laughs) dating and mating. I like baiting. (laughs) That's true. I like skating. (laughs) I'm a skateboarder. (laughs) I had sex with Tony Hawk in a Mick twist. It was a dick twist. (laughs) But I feel like she was more... I like rating. <laughs> I love triple X movies. <laughs> I like slating, getting on slate.com and reading their political argument. And having like sex Gab with Casey Slater. <laughs> and Christian at the same time. I'm so, I am so far removed from what's happening right now. Here's my question. Do you think Miranda... I love it though. <laughs> do you think Miranda was a little more like less I don't need a man and more like this relationship didn't work back to dating and I'm miserable she seemed much more of a curmudgeon than she was in the past mm. and usually it was like a curmudgeon about like listen work is tough but I'm like a serious gal and she was a little more I don't know like blah. although another thing that sticks out to me though is some of our great acting moments from this season and some of those were the Miranda and Steve breakup where she has that like tearful, like we really tried to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you see the softer sides of her Yeah, where she was like, well, this sucks. And I'm losing, like there was the whole episode where he was sleeping on her couch, but they were still broken up. Mm-hmm. And then she found out that he wasn't was, coming home because yeah, he was yeah. staying at that other girl's place. Yeah. And she was a curmudgeon, but then she was like forced to see her softer side. Yeah. So I feel like it opened up, a, it opened up, some good heartfelt moments for her too. I mean like that one moment where she talks to him and they kind of have the breakup and she tears up or the moment, wasn't this the season where he said he wanted to move in and she kind of had to like give up control then was that this season or was that last season? That was this season. I think this season he's like on the, on her couch for some of it. Well, he's on her couch when they, I think, did he move in and move out this season? 
Cause I feel like both of those times it was like control issues for her. Yeah. And she, I mean, I agree that I think she got a little more curmudgeonly and was like, I don't need anyone. But I also think that she, you know, did some good, some yeah, good. I mean, uh, the season with Moran and Steve starts with her getting LASIK eye surgery and then him moving in and then him moving out. So there's like a, a lot of Steve arc that happens. Yeah. So that, then, that's interesting I feel like they that all of that happens in the season. It was poor writing that they didn't, they just had that in the one episode and they didn't have like a bunch of lines in like every episode after there's just like, ah, I could never read menus before. And now, now I can. Wow. It was it sort of like, just like, yeah, they could have done a lot more with that LASIK arc. <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, I also think Miranda was the person in this, in this se- season that, Carrie came to to like get the most advice about what she should do with Big and what she should do with Aiden. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Miranda was the one who was constantly trying to get Carrie to end the affair and stop, yeah, stop doing her tomfoolery. Because is it, she's Miranda's the first one she told, right? Yeah, they were at drinks and she yeah. was like, "I'm sleeping with Big." Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why it ended with her just being like, "Fuck." Right. Like, what are you what doing? What are you doing? Yeah. 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 Which is great advice. I would go to, if I needed advice, I'd go to Miranda for sure. Yeah. Or, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If, if I needed what legal advice. For, what? If I needed legal advice. I'd go to Samantha. Yeah, I would too. And if I needed Edelweiss, I'd go to Sarah Jessica Parker. Because I don't know. It's a, is it German? Is Edelweiss German? It's like a song from Sound of Music. Sound of Music. I think SJP is like a musical portion. So. That's true. Yeah. So if you're doing, if you need Edelweiss. Go to okay, what would what you, you go need for anal advice? Samantha. Samantha. Yeah. What would you do for each person? What would their best friendship quality be like if you need to go to them? Because I feel like if you, the person That's where like you question. mess up and you don't want judgment and you're like, I don't need good advice. I need to tell like, then you go to Samantha, I would think. So yeah, if you just like, if you messed up, like you accidentally stabbed your brother and like, and killed a bunch of people and Well, you, who'd she go to when she cheated on Aiden? Who'd she go to? Miranda first. She said, I cheated. That was the first one. See, but I'm saying like, if you just need to forget some of the stuff that you did and just go get messed up, you yeah. go hang out with Sam. Yeah. You go hang out with Sam. Yeah. And you Sam, go to the bars with Sam. And I feel like Sam would shoot you straight and be like, this is not good, mm-hmm. but we don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She would. Yeah. You go yeah. hang out with her. If you need some, if you need like every, but every once in a while you need to spice a little sophistication in your life. Like you need to try a nice restaurant or you need to see like a new show. You go Charlotte. Yeah. You, I feel like you go double date with Charlotte. Yes. If Charlotte yeah. has a friend, like you're like, yeah, that's yeah. a perfect double yeah. date. You're like, ooh, there's this new thing that opened up at the Met. You go with Charlotte. Yeah. She'll get you in. She yeah. knows her stuff. You go in, you go out, you'll get you, a nice dinner afterwards. Yeah, you could have a good conversation with her too. If you want to if you want someone to tell you what you don't want to hear, but you need to hear, mm-hmm. you go Miranda. And I honestly don't think i would ever go to carrie for anything ever <laughs> it's so funny like i was saying listening back to an episode it is so funny how much you hate carrie I, on all fronts I, I i cannot think of a time in which i would ever go to carrie bradshaw for for her to fulfill any sort of need that i could have let me ask you a question please and, do and, and i i want to clarify i'm not asking you to name a name. Okay. Or or dox anyone. Okay. Is there someone in your life that 
lines up as a Carrie Bradshaw? No. None. No, I would. I have zero time for someone as shitty as Carrie Bradshaw in my life. There's no one that lines wow. up with that personality at no. all. Wow. That should be a Bradshaw boy shirt. I have. I have zero time for someone as shitty. No, as Carrie yeah, like Bradshaw I, in my I life. if you, if you exhibited a fraction of the characteristics that Carrie Bradshaw exhibits, I have. I don't want anything to do with you. Wow. All right, let's rag hard on her and let's just go down the specific list of actions and what that means for her character. Like what, what does she do? That's good for a friendship. All she does is hijack every conversation and talk about herself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, selfish. Yeah. She's extremely selfish. She cheater. She's a cheater. Mm-hmm. She's a liar. Mm-hmm. She is a gossip. Like maybe if I like wanted to get into like an event, but I feel like Samantha could do just as good a job doing that. And I'd probably have more fun and actually a conversation rather than just being a, a blank canvas for someone to vomit on. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's be on Carrie's side. Okay. Uh, let's help you try and be slightly on her side. All right. I'm starting, uh, I'm starting not, fresh. Not because you're not wrong, John, but part of that is because of her role in the TV show, she's forced to be like the bouncing board. And so she does have to like, she's just written in the way that's like, we cover her stuff and then get to the other people later. So what do you think if the, if Miranda was the lead in the show, let's say this came out sex and city came out today Mm -hmm. and Miranda was the central character because everyone's like obsessed with her now. Mm -hmm. Um, Rewriting history going back and saying that would be more of the central character. And then Carrie Bradshaw is the writer, but it follows a lawyer who's like self-made mm-hmm. woman, Miranda, blah, 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 all that stuff. And then there's also a character who is a writer and has a sex column, mm-hmm. but each episode follows one of Miranda's cases. That's yeah. what, okay. It, yeah. Then what do you think? And it's still Sarah Jessica Parker and it's still mm-hmm. the same acting and everything. What in that context do you think would be her strengths? Um, or she would be if like you were the writer. Yeah, she yeah, would yeah. be like the McPoyles from It's Always Sunny. Explain that to just people that cre- don't know. Just always weird sunny. and creepy, and looks like she always got out of a sauna. Just like, like <laughs> she, she would have no. She would add nothing to a show that I would so, write. So then you. <laughs> So the answer is still nothing. nothing. The answer is she doesn't. She can't add anything. The answer is comedic relief for someone that you is just a terrible person. Yeah, a maybe, terrible. Maybe I would use her as a as like like I if, so, if I worked my, so hard you to did. try and set it up. If my Miranda character in this in this show were struggling with her making poor decisions, being a bad person, doing stupid things. And I wanted to show that the decisions and the things that she did were not as bad as others. I would use a character like Carrie Bradshaw and be like, Mm. you can go lower. You can fall lower down and you can be a shittier person. If you're like your friend, Carrie here, here's two things I, I think of one. If you're, if your entire life is giving people advice, you're probably a slightly arrogant person. You yes. know what I mean? So it's like, so, and then also, if Dr. you- Dr. Phil, man. Most arrogant motherfucker I know. Phil McGrath? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but- Coming at you, Dr. Phil. It is, but he also- I cheated on Aiden. Come <laughs> on. What are you doing? You could, we, we do a whole episode with Phil talking. He, we, she would be on that can show. Can we please yeah. rewrite an episode of Sex and the City where Dr. Phil is the main character instead of Carrie? I couldn't help but wonder. 
If Stop we don't, going back to him. If we don't do that and put it on Reddit, we I did a huge disservice to this country. <laughs> I think uh, sex in the stash. <laughs> but Dr. Phil actually uh, probably is. I mean, if you have your own TV show for five thousand episodes and like being on TV, you have some sort of narcissistic quality. Yeah. But he hones that in by like he seems to have a good marriage. He seems to like want to help other people. I think you mispronounced marriage. It's pronounced mustache. Marriage. He has a good mustache. He has a good mustache. mustache. But I feel like if Carrie, Carrie maybe uh, be able to be a better person and better character if she worked at a newspaper and was a journalist, not a sex columnist. You know what I mean? Then maybe her job is yeah, like. it's a different job. I, mean, I could be wrong. Carrie could be a great character and a wonderful friend. I would just love to hear someone tell me why. Well, I, as you're doing that, because I don't have the visceral reaction to her like you always do. So I'm a I, bit dramatic too. I'm a bit hyperbolic. I'll you're, see if I get. You're kind of a Carrie about Carrie. Absolutely. But I'm trying to go through things to to build my argument where I would prove you wrong. And I'm trying to think of like as as someone who is as someone who a show focuses around, she's definitely interesting mm-hmm. because she's always got drama around her as a right. friend probably not the best thing, but as a protagonist in a show, it makes sense because she's always wrapped up in Mm -hmm. some sort of situation and she's always asking questions about it. Yeah. Not necessarily coming up with answers, but she's always like, you know, I couldn't help but wonder, do we do this? So I think that like, like this isn't going to pay off, but like she, she's fun in some context, but I, I am with you where I'm like, I can find fun people anywhere. Miranda seems, or Samantha seems way more. She's, yeah. she's, she is interesting because she does ask questions, which means she has like a logical side to her, but she's also like one of the emotion, like most emotionally, like, so, like her decision-making is all based on knee-jerk emotion. So I don't know if it's actually logical. It's more introspective But she's without but like logic. Every episode they make a point of her asking like a logical like question of like, I could like that, that to me is like her trying to, to understand how the world works. But it, it seems disconnected that someone who thinks like that would be so emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like Miranda would be writing a blog. I couldn't help but wonder blog. Does that make sense? Yeah, except I feel like Miranda would be like, there's no point in wondering, just do things because yeah. you have a moral compass and a grid for how to move about life. Yeah. Whereas Carrie is like, I, I think that couldn't help but wonder question is that she's like, I'm just going to go experience things because mm-hmm. life is this journey. Yeah, I, I guess what I want is someone to write a very long, uh, boring philosophy paper called A Case for Carrie. And if they did that, I would love to read it and understand an argument for why Carrie is great. If you're out there right now listening to this. I'm putting on Instagram right now. I just put two up. I said, defend Carrie. There we go. Defender. Send defender. Send, send defenses. Carrie right is now, terrible. Right now she is in a snake pit with a pugil stick. She, What's no, a pugil stick? What does like that one mean? of those big, uh, it was the wrong analogy, but remember the American gladiators? They had those huge oh, Q-tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where oh, yeah. Foom, foom. Yeah. yeah. And a pugil stick, dude. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think you're right. I just think that um, some of those are just TV things that they got stuck in. I was just Googling, is Carrie Bradshaw terrible? And the first thing that came up is, is Carrie Bradshaw related to Terry Bradshaw? (laughs) 
That's the she, question we need to be asking. Let's find out. I couldn't help but wonder, is Terry Bradshaw a great quarterback and my dad? <laughs> and the winner of four Super Bowl rings. Um, I, impressive I, skull it. This is, this, is, this is the season definitely that she goes from like cute to like, you know, there's like real stakes there. She's care. We all fell in like with Aiden. I don't think any of us fell in love mm-hmm. with them, but we like Aiden. And then it's like due to her selfishness, she, and to keep the storyline hot and spicy, she like hurts a lot of humans. Yeah. She hurts um, a lot of people, including like the low point for Carrie Bradshaw so far in how with 30 episodes of sex and the city is when she confronts Natasha at lunch and not only ruins her marriage, but also ruins her lunch just so she can like feel better about apologizing to herself. That was when, like, when was that? It was, I forgot what uh, episode when it was. She, it was, it was one of the last episodes Yeah, where she is like, I have to, it I was, have to see Natasha and I have to like tell her how I feel. I think it's after it's post teeth. That's post yeah, teeth. That's okay. post breakup. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I did this. And Natasha's like, not only did you ruin my marriage, but you also ruined my lunch and gets up and walks away. It's like, what was she thinking? See, yeah, that's definitely, I can relate to that. Cause it's like, it's, it's hard for, I, I can understand what it's like when you mess up and you're like, you want to apologize 10 oh, yeah. times and then, and it's just like, you just have to let it go. Cause you fucked up. Yeah. Um, but it's more cruel to drag someone back into the drama you created rather than just walking away. I have mm. major, major, and not even like a dream thing. Not like, Oh my gosh, I like dream. My teeth are falling out. But I just think like, one of my most like biggest like physical fears is like just teeth stuff, having big chip teeth, like knocking your teeth out. And I'm like, that was such a high stakes, yeah, high stakes injury that wasn't like, yeah. oh, I broke my hand. It's like this beautiful, nice person mm-hmm. has to walk around like fucking yeah. Dude, it makes sense. When you, con- when you conquer alopecia at a young age, then the only thing left to fear is Teeth damage and eczema, alotitha, <laughs> yeah, but and another skin disease. Yeah, that's true. But also, what it what most people don't know is her knocking her teeth out there is what got her on blue bloods. <laughs> so it worked out for her. There you go. There you go. And got that's her Tom Bridget, Brady. Yeah, that's how Bridget Moynihan got well. Then she lost that because she had alopecia. She <laughs> she wears a wig no, for she, blue bloods. She lost all her hair. Tom Brady's like, are those caps? Oh, oh, no, thank you. It was so messed up. Um, it would have been it would have been awesome if they had an episode with her where she like smiles and you see it. <laughs> it's just like a gnarly, bloody. Or mess. she would have just gotten like a crazy front, like a big a big gold front. Yeah, and just a grill. Give rock, her a grill. Give get a, girl a grill. A grill. Get and a grill. She becomes good friends with Samantha, and they like try and overcompensate. <laughs> I keep it, when I when I did a gentle googling. Most of the articles that come up just say. Why Carrie Bradshaw is the worst? There's yeah. There's someone no, write someone. Maybe what, what maybe I'll take it upon myself. Maybe at the end of this, I will, I will write a dissertation on why Carrie is a good person. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up a random one from Elite Daily. <sighs> Shout out to Elite Daily. Um, it says Carrie has no consequences. Sex in the City is all about consequences. Carrie can cheat on Aiden and. And we're about to get some spoilers, so I'm not going to say it. But it basically whoa, 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 whoa. it's basically it's basically saying that which there's some truth in that she does she does things and is kind of spared of those. Yeah. Whereas Miranda, 
I don't know. Do they show the? Did they show the emotional trauma with Carrie? It seems like Carrie is like off to a new dude pretty quickly. Yeah, she's she's like off to like a new fun thing, where Miranda actually has to confront her demons with Steve in a Chinese restaurant. So, let's talk about Charlotte and Trey. Let's talk about Charlotte and Trey. First of all, R.I.P. Trey. Yeah, he died, which was crazy. He got shot in the last episode. You well, he's not in the show minute. anymore, right? I he, actually thought that. <laughs> no, he killed himself, I think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she walked in, and he he pointed to a rock-hard erect penis, and he and he just and he said. Exploded. And then, yeah, he exploded. Yeah, he was like, I'm about to explode, and then he shot himself in the head. The autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> it was, he did autoerotic asphyxiation in front of Charlotte. It was yeah, terrible. It's insane. Um, but he finally got that boner. Great, great Charlotte season, in my opinion. Yeah. Seeing seeing Charlotte um better than the Schmuel episode? No nothing will top the Schmuel episode. No. But seeing Charlotte um fulfill her fantasies and realize that what she was wanting her whole life uh was a disappointment and letdown was really compelling. People say the thing that you're the most afraid of the best thing for you to experience is to have that happen. Interesting. And that's what happened to her. She experienced the perfect marriage mm. and it was not enough. Yeah, I think... Uh, and then she watched her husband <laughs> strangle himself with a rock-hard erection. I think... Terrible. That's what she time, wanted the most. One, one at a time, it was not I like tating, having sex with a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I think one at a time, this was not... Like, we, we, we never fully got into this storyline and, like, cheered it on. But looking back... Piece by piece, looking at the whole the whole puzzle put together now, it was a pretty amazing Charlotte, thing for Charlotte. Yeah, I it was know. like a great gave her a lot of depth, and it was like maybe the perfect move to do with her. That's like she's gonna get everything perfect, and oh yeah, even from yeah. the moment that he she met him, like falling down in front of the cab, and him being like yeah. rescuing her. Why and did then, wait? Why did they get? Because he says he's like, I guess I didn't want to be married, but it's like. Why did he do it again? Did he say why? Because you're great or something? I think he said, I'd never wanted to be married, but if I ever did wanted to be married, it would be to someone like you. Well, I still need to explore the idea that Trey never exists, that Trey doesn't exist, that he's a figment of uh, Charlotte's imagination. I yeah. think Which that's actually... That actually, another another paper to write. <laughs> John's just getting so many assignments. <laughs> uh, What's the... Do you but think? Do you I, think they? I was sorry, real quick. I was talking to my wife about Trey, and she did remind me that they meet, that all the friends meet him face to face on the boat when she when he. Gets. Oh yeah. But I think that was like symbolic that they were like on a boat and away from Manhattan, and maybe he really wasn't there. You just have to go back and there. watch the scene. You I need to. to go I need to watch, watch the scene because maybe maybe they only talk to Charlotte. Yeah. And they never and you know. Mm -hmm. Also, I just. Well, we're done with Miranda, but I we totally can always go back to anything we want. We can go back to Shmuel. Miranda's it's, over. It's a Len good... talk. It's Len talk time. <laughs> it's Len talk. Get out your ponytails and your dangly earrings. Len talk. What if um, his earring was an, a dangly earring of Steve? How epic would that be? Oh my god! <laughs> and she noticed that, dude. The dangly, dangling. Steve? It's dangleception. <laughs> dangleception. Uh, I just note. I just remembered that. Uh, Steve asked Miranda to have a baby with him. There was one time in an episode uh, yeah. where he was like, I don't know. What if we had a baby? 
and they, and they got and a they, dog instead. and they just moved in. Oh my gosh, there's, needs there's to, yeah, needs to pump the brakes, Steve. It, sometimes Miranda's good for Steve. Your whole theory that she beats him up, yeah, I think oh, she's good. I think he needs for that. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. think he needs to have his ass kicked. Absolutely. Sometimes. But isn't that better that it's like they they broke it down like what he was looking for, so then he could just move on quicker. Yeah, go get, go get bruised on a porch. If this person is fucking pissed that you're playing basketball, upset that you're watching TV in the place, not respecting you, then it's like you can be like, you don't want my baby? Fuck you. But then he went and dated that other woman that he dated. She she seemed like smart and fun and from the nothing a, that she said. Yeah, from the from in from the observing she that she like, had all her she teeth. Seemed like she had a small bladder because I believe she went to the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to get everything though. You know, and well, you know, you it, win some, you lose some. Steve is a really good actor, and he needs to marry someone that at most does an under five on the show. Yeah. Okay. Is, is it what she does an under five? She has less than five lines. Oh. oh, she had less than one line. I think that's true. She was just an extra. Yeah, she yeah, was I a featured extra. We but can't get her on the pod. Well, she I mean, won't say anything. She's, she's here right now. <laughs> I want to know. You how, great. I'm excited to see how they get back together. Because, I mean, I know that happens. So it'll be interesting how they. Spoiler. I mean. I think he tauntauns the dog and climbs inside. Like in, in, in Empire Strikes Back. Like Empire Strikes oh. Back. And I thought it smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what Luke said? That's what Han Solo says because Luke has passed out. Oh, oh, totally forgot. Someone that. knows the Star Wars noise. You don't know your tunes, but you know your Star Wars. Dude, I know my Star Wars. All right. right so we, how's we, season two end? We're, we're at Carrie now, right? Or do, we can do more Charlotte. Wait, season two or season three? Do we do more Charlotte? Let, let's do a little more Charlotte. No more Charlotte. No more uh, Charlotte. Okay. It's Trey, so I, like, I like, I like what, that Trey's a figment of imagination. I like Menage. that. Where, what? Let's let's give Trey his due and say what are the good qualities about Trey, and then what are what are the things that besides just being a psycho and she's like I want to be married blah, 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 and in ignoring the warning signs. What are the ways that Trey was good for Charlotte? She he he checked all the boxes that I think Charlotte was looking for. Yeah, was, she. Oh yeah, well, yeah that, just that like she doesn't get boners. Doesn't get boners. She lo- she loved not having yeah. boners. Uh, I think decent at tennis, great, great hair, uh, loves jugs magazine. Mm-hmm. He, he, well, he's been one of their biggest subscribers since day one. <laughs> he's a juggler. It's he's a guy that subscribes <laughs> to jugs magazine. He's a juggler. No, I think that he was somebody that he was somebody that it allowed her to see what she thought she wanted. And then she realized she didn't want that. Exactly. So that it, I mean, that's kind of a tragic thing, but at the same time, it was good that she saw that. Do you think he's ever banged bunny? Ooh. Oh, this is Sex and the City, not Game of Thrones. I know, oh. <laughs> I know. Spoiler I was like, alert! What? It's come on, HBO. It's HBO. That's what they do. Um, <sighs> you guys are you guys are throners, right, dude? Absolutely. If you, I'm not absolutely, a, I'm not a throner. I'm dude, not a I'm not a godder. I have no patience for people that aren't throners. Why? Because it's just so freaking fantastic. It's so good. I mean, do you mean it's fantastic? Because it's fantasy. Yes. It's fantastical. Both. It's just so good. I bet it's, it's really so many good. people have like, I mean, I will so s- many people push back and I like, don't push. I, I push back because I, I don't want to catch up to that level of things. It's starting now and people are like, you have time and it would literally yeah. take I a mean, full week. You will. There will be a time in your life when I think you will sit down and you will watch all of Game of Thrones and you will hopefully reach out to me. I, and be like, that was a really fun, fantastic show. I don't doubt that at all. And I feel that way about 
some shows with other people that they're like, oh, I've never watched this. And I'm like, you should watch I mean, that. I want to see The Wire. There you go. Yeah. That's one of the same things. I feel mm -hmm. like you'll be, I think that now would be a good time to get into it because it's, it's peak GOT and it's the last season, but I've allowed that ship to sail. Yeah. And that ship is sailing to totally. Westeros. To, there you go. I don't know where it's sailing to where. It's going to Westeros, baby. There you go. Um, it's going to Golden Company. It's well, going think, to Westworld. I think we're, Corey and I spoke to a bunch of students yesterday about what it's like to. We were just standing on a campus yelling at their dorm. You snowflakes! <laughs> you millennials! <laughs> millennials! No, we, we were speaking to a class of people that are going into entertainment business. That is true. A guy who we know brought us in to talk about the biz. The biz. And it was funny because they one of the questions was they were asking us about like why we started Bradshaw Boys. And yeah. I think Did you get some new listeners? Did you have them all take out their phone? Right. Uh, we did have they someone did. in here's in, here's the syllabus. Please take out your phones and go to iTunes. Yeah. Rate five stars. Yep. Oh, we use those exact words. <laughs> yes. And I hope they're listening right now. And if you are, thank you. And go to iTunes and please rate us five stars Thank and like you. and you subscribe. Said you in the class, and so it's odd that you've even waited this long. It's weird <laughs> that that was part of your your grade was to do that. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. Well, what I what I'm saying is I totally understand the like. Right now, people are in peak, uh, peak screaming at people like, "How can you not do this?" Because they're in, in the club, um, and I'm not saying you're doing this, Corey, but it is it is interesting. People that are super. Like what? I don't even watch this. Mm -hmm. Like it's stupid, and that's like literally the entire idea of this podcast is to get involved in a rabid community of fans about yeah. something. Only it's looking back rather than going through it at the time that it's happening. Right, right. And it's like there's so much of that now. Like most there's podcasts that are about current news and current events, and then there's so many now that it's like because of this new forum, this new technology. You can go back and you can be like, oh, sweet. Mm -hmm. We're doing, finally, we can talk about Tom Hanks' entire filmography yeah. with like a thousand people around the country. And it's pretty, I would say Game of Thrones is probably one of, it is the biggest example of that of all time to be currently going on. Yeah. Totally. Um, and it's like Breaking Bad got pretty big, but even the internet has changed since Breaking Bad's. Yeah. Oh yeah, finale. Were there Breaking Bad podcasts while it was happening? Like, uh, were yeah. yeah, there were. I mean, the Bald and, Move, which is a Game of Thrones podcast, is incredible. I'm pretty sure there were. There was also they. I don't know if this is this for Game of Thrones or not, but there was the Talking Bad, which was like the after yeah. talkback oh, show. I think that was the live. first one that they did, and then they and then there's something about fantasy. It was after Talking Dead zombies. That I think since there's already a world, there's already a world of people that are like, here's like. What's important about if you ever write about vampires, this is like there's a lore that is like so important to people. And John knows about this with like fantasy, mm -hmm. but fantasy is more than just like a wizard. There's like there's already like a built in culture around yeah. like what it what is good and bad fantasy. Yeah. And so I feel like not that, everyone can ride a dragon. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's why we wanted to get involved with and understand what it is to be a woman. Yeah. What it is to be a twentieth century lady, lady. Um, but no, I mean, I think, I think that it's uh, that's like why we started this to like get involved in a community of people that are like, it's like why anything that builds up to something must be going on whenever anyone's watching something or reading something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the best thing to do is like you don't need to like Nickelback, but you should at least Understand. examine why there's 
so many 100%. more people listening to their music than uh, your friend's band. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that doesn't mean you need to say it's good. Right. No, I, I can be, agree with your sentiment more. Uh, because my friend's band is Drake. So suck my dick. <laughs> okay. Well, my friend's band is Nickelback's first band, which is uh, Pennyback. <laughs> Pennywise. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, which I mean, we're halfway through. That's yeah. what's crazy. It's kind yeah. of nuts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're halfway through. Um, then we, you know, then we just a, that's it. Then we pull a tray. I just got really nostalgic. <laughs> okay, wait, we've covered. He's going to come and sterilize the earth at that point. Be done. Can't wait. Um, we've covered everyone. Have we covered Carrie's arc for the season. <clears throat> we, we should talk to her, but we didn't really talk about her arc. Like um, it ended with her. Her like leaving big. She met the um, fireman. She met Aiden, who like we as much as you want to junk on Aiden. Dude, he's a, dude was solid. He got a, he had a big guy. head. Like big literally, head. he had a large, large head. Yeah. Big head, big heart. Great furniture maker. What was the name of his furniture shop? Furniture, furniture shop. Store. Yeah. Furniture store. Creative. He's creative. He's creative. He's clearly he's it, good at branding. This is what you have to do. You can't just be good at furniture. You have to know how to market it. Yeah. And Aiden knows how to do that. It's about yeah. clarity. Yeah. Okay. And he's great at I clarity. So many furniture stores now called Quasimodo's Lenny's place. Mm-hmm. Freaking ding Arthur's, dongs, ding like, dongs, tables and chairs, what's ding dongs, tables and chairs, his furniture store. Um, he was a good dude. We were introduced to him in this season. Yeah. Flowey. He hates, shirts. he hates his dog. He loves to throw his dog. <laughs> Somewhat abusive. No one kind of abusive to animals. We we yeah. didn't lean hard enough into the fact that he loves to throw his dog very hard. Yeah, and lose him. And I mean the fact when it when his dog went away, Carrie ran through the rain. Granted, she was cheating on him, but he was not concerned about that another, at all. Another great quality of Carrie's. You have a dog, let her take it for a walk. Yeah, she's, yeah it was pretty bad. She can't even uh, anyway. Um and then Big comes Big comes back uh after marrying Natasha. Remember the season ended with season two ended with Carrie seeing the wild stallions. The horse she's realizing that she's a she is not a member of the band from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, no. Wild Stallions, but actually <laughs> Uh, she's a free wild horse. And speaking of animal abuse, there was a show on HBO. Yeah. About horse betting. Didn't know that. Dustin Hoffman was on it. Wow. And it was supposed to be their big show after the Sopranos, I think. And like eight horses died during it. Oh and they had gosh. to cancel it. What Good. was it called? I kind of remember that. It was that. like a gambling. It was, it was called Pony Up. I don't know what it was called. I like that. Like if they're making a show about horse racing and the horses die they have to cancel it yet they're allowed to have the kentucky derby every year where like at least three of those horses get put down immediately after yeah. the race right it was yeah. called luck. that's totally fine oh yeah i remember that luck and yeah they, they it did like really well the first series and they were just like i think the people at hbo were like it was so easy dealing with that one scene of horses standing still we know horses. Let's let's get hundreds of them and film an entire TV show about it. Yeah, and it didn't go over as well. Man, so, and you know who was the head of horse wrangling for that? Tyrion, John Lannister. Corbett. Oh, John Corbett. <laughs> come here, cupcakes. Come on, hey, damn it, he won't come over here. Hey, the horse got out. It's fine. It'll find its way back. The horse is ran. Is it me or is my head enormous? <laughs> All right, my Go horse ahead. is as big as my head no, is as big saying, as these like, horses. Carrie, Carrie meets Big. Uh, big comes and puts a coffee stain on on Big Head's uh, Aiden's uh, <laughs> desk. 
she ends up having an affair with him. There's there's a bit of a Me Too moment when he uh, mm. the the elevator scene happens, right? And then she's just a big shithead the rest of the time. Cheats mm. on him and then starts crying when Aiden you know wants some space. Just think about this. Think about the destructive behavior of the two of them. When they're apart, they're fine. They're drawn to each other, which forces Big to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, like, let's, I'm being petty, but like, let's actually think of it if this is us. But it's like, get drunk and completely disrespect his furniture at a place where he's trying to sell his furniture and just put his drink down. And disrespect his walls. He painted those suckers bright red. He did. He did paint his walls oh, red in yeah. his new apartment. Super weird. It that looks, is such it looks, like an American psycho move. Like, yeah. It, or like you're opening a Chinese bistro move. It was like red and black, and it just looked like he was opening Han's Chinese bistro. <laughs> Big's, Noth's Chinese bistro. Noth's Chinese bistro. Um, what else? What else? Carrie started smoking again. That's not great. She not started smoking. Her health. And, and she lied to Aiden about smoking. She Liar. got she got the dog to smoke. That was that episode that mm-hmm. didn't air where yeah. she got Pete smoking. Yeah. Big brought her back to his marital bed. Yes. Which pissed off Tosh, Natasha. Tosh. Knocked, yeah. knocked She's Tosh's like, I know what's out. going. I know what's going on. There's just so much, so but much you, havoc that has I been think, wrought. I will say, I think we are selling Carrie short though, because how many episodes did we have? 18? 18. 18. She wrote at least 18 columns. That's true. That is a huge work ethic. The best thing I, I haven't have, written that many columns I mean, ever. She still, she wrote, got, eight, she met her deadlines. She met her deadlines, John. That's the best thing that happened to her all season was um, when she was hooking up with Vince Vaughn at Carrie Fisher's house and she got yelled at. That was my favorite thing that happened to her. Yeah, she had a weird, she can't drive stick. She did a terrible job driving stick in LA. Yeah. Um, she hooked up with that uh, young guy that wasn't really young, the 29-year-old comic book guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. That yeah. was cool. I, I liked she her in good, that. Right, she has right. good good taste in fried chicken. Yeah, I liked her in that in that episode. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah. Um, should we get to some uh, questions? Questions. Yeah. yeah. What do you got? Let's do some user Ooh. questions. Okay, Liz Coggins at Liz Coggins says, "What do you think the future holds for Charlotte and Trey? Did any of y'all ever have a place slash dish you ordered as much as Miranda does at the Chinese restaurant?" Ooh, okay, good so question. Two-parter. Yeah. Future for Rand and Trey. We've established that Trey is dead. Trey died. Yeah, Trey's done. Charlotte I, and Trey. Charlotte. Sorry. Uh, Charlotte and Trey. Means? No, no, no. She said Charlotte and Trey. I read that wrong. Okay. Sorry, Liz Coggins. Um, yeah, Charlotte and Trey. I mean, I think it's over. I think it's done. Do you think... Yeah. I, I feel like Kyle McLaughlin comes back in like season six yeah. for like a moment that it's like, he finally did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He's and definitely going to come back with a spiked collar and a gag and Bunny's <laughs> just going to be walking him on all fours. <laughs> Be like, oh, okay. He's gonna be wearing uh, okay. a leather vest. Yeah, that oh, probably man. happened. I think we might see him again, and I think it'll be like that. Yeah, yeah. She'll she'll go into like a dominatrix party, and he'll like scamper out. Uh huh. I, I think. <laughs> all righty then. Oh, now that now that Charlotte did have her moment, where it's like, like we were saying earlier, like the the best thing, the worst thing that should happen is like you get what you want. Is that the deal? It's. I think it's yeah. the. It's the. It. The thing you're most afraid of. If that happens to you, that's the best thing that could happen to you. Yeah. That's an easy way to say yeah. that. But yeah. yeah. And and I think that what I would like to see for Charlotte is like, her her good desires be put in a healthier place so that she can get what she wants, which is like, 
a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's a good thing. It's like, it's easy to laugh at that person because we, everyone knows someone who's kind of like that. It's like, fucking chill. You're going to be fine. Right, right. You actually have so many great things around you. Yeah. You could be enjoying more. Yeah. yeah. And once you have that, you're going to be in such a great place. And I didn't want that for Charlotte until now. And now yeah. I'm like, I really do hope that she gets what she wants. And I'm sure she will based on yeah. the way the TV show probably is written. At mm -hmm. the end, it's yeah. probably not her being like, she's going to dirty her knees a little bit. She's going to like, yeah, yeah. she's going to have to go sludging a little bit. And but I hope, I hope that I like the guy, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm like a dad that I'm like, I, I hope that I, <laughs> I hope that me and him are buddies, you know? So it's like, I, she's, she's actually a good girl. Yeah. She's actually a real good girl. And yeah. She just deserves someone nice. Be, yeah. Be careful with her. Um, as uh, far as, as the, that's a great question about ordering food ever since I've guard in, her heart <laughs> <laughs> ever since I've lived in New York, uh, the delivery game has changed a lot. It's all done oh, online yeah. and through an app. Like most people use seamless, but there is a deli fifth Avenue gourmet on fifth Avenue in Sackett and park slope, uh, a, a deli owner, a little guy named Mo. Uh, he, he always knew I was good for a little Tim. So the moment I'd walk in, he'd start frying up the, uh, bacon, turkey, lettuce, Russian dressing. Nice. Yeah. It was my, it was my thing. I love that. You ever throw Tim. some avocado on there? Dude, if I want. <laughs> throw some cheese on there. I think it comes with cheese. Nice. What kind? Swiss? Most choice, man. It's all up to Mo. But yeah, I, I, uh. Yeah, I feel like the the in person spots like they they recognize your order a lot more. It's yeah, it's kind of yeah. hard to have a normal with seamless, but like I all everywhere I live, I have a deli guy that knows my order, and yeah, and then and then you had a uh, Kevin at Old Carriage. I mean, you had a bar where where they knew everything about you. Yeah, they practically had uh, your credit card memorized. Probably. Wait, did you have a did you have a uh an like an they knew your order at Old Carriage. Um, yeah, I mean, Dorothy would, she would just be like, a very complicated you're order. drinking a lot. <laughs> she would, she was like, your order is, is too much. No, she, they had at this bar that just closed this past week. There's just a New York times article about it. Mm -hmm. Actually, that was called an Irish wake for an Irish pub. It was called it was the last bar in New York to actually have one of those credit card machines that went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. They had these, when she went to go get more cups, she got these rocks glasses that were enormous. And so you would either get like a normal cup or you would get this awesome rocks glass. And I was like, can I get one of those? And if they had it, she would give me gin and soda with some lime juice and one of those things. And I was just, Woo. I was set up. Ready to sing some Macy Gray. But my food, my food order is taco place. Raya's grocery. It's oh. a block away from my place. And I called yep. there one at, a Miranda amount of times. And I know the guy when I go down there face to face. Hey, and Kevin. And the guy on the phone, I was like, blah, blah, blah. And he's a, he's a film major, like young kid, cool dude. And put in the order and he's like, all right, is that for pickup or delivery? And I was like, pickup. And he's like, can I ask a question? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, is this, uh, is this Kevin? And I was like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, Oh, Hey man. Yeah. If you pick up, let's, uh, let's talk when you get down here. And I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. totally Miranda. Only positive. That's awesome. I've never, I've always wanted to be a real regular at a place and I don't think I ever have been. Like I've been to places where people recognize me. I used to always go to Westville. This is a restaurant in New York and they have a Cobb salad that I used to work a block away from there. And I probably ordered that Cobb salad 50 something times, but 
there's a million people that go in there and they Corey's, never recognize you. Corey's being like, what incredibly like, humble because I went to Momofuku with him, one of the nicest oh, restaurants is. there, and we sat there and they just brought up like seven dishes and they're like from the chef, and I'm like, what the fuck? And that he's is, like, oh, I'm friends with David Chang. That is also, <laughs> that is actually true. I completely forgot about that. that what about we, like the uh, the Greek yogurt uh, <laughs> supply store? Don't they like know your cheesecloth? I will sign? say they yeah at the Greek yogurt supply store they know that I'm I'm pretty good with uh I'm pretty good with whatever you need to strain Greek yeah. yogurt out with. No, that's true. I forgot about that. Like we would get the hookup there because I knew yeah because I, I will knew the say there's like there. a, a little more folksiness with like. I know what kind of there scene, is. but you want, but you've got a decent thing going on. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know that. At I one of the nicest amazing. restaurants, they're just like, I'm oh, from the chef. I did forget about that. It's happened multiple times, too. That, that is one of the nicest things. And, well, and partially because I used to work around food people. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the coolest things is if you go into a restaurant, this actually, I didn't tell you this, but this happened the other day. We know a guy that works at a brewery and I went and he, I, I, I got a, I got a free drink there. Ooh. It's always a nice deal. It's nice to have that. So, the other half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, but that I will say that that's happened. I've, I, uh, and I went to a place called Walters the other night with a friend and there I have, we all have I a friend of the wall of Walters <clears throat> in that restaurant. It's wait, Walters. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. All the different Walters, all the different Walters. We have some friends, our friend, Josh lay, who's a comedian, he is a super regular at places and he will go places and they will like bring out like three or four extra desserts. That's amazing. That's the freaking best. Um, Cause he's, he's, he's worked in the restaurant industry. He yeah. knows how good it's be to a reg, a reg, a regular. Um, she, she had another question. So yeah, Liz Coggins, other, other question, question is, uh, are we team Miranda or team Carrie after that big argument? Oh geez. Oh geez. I mean, John, who are you? Mer- Miranda, it's not even not even close. I can't even understand the argument for Carrie. I'm Team Miranda. I'm Team Miranda, but I'm. I I'm, see you. I see you. I see what you're doing right now. I'm just trying to make it interesting and not okay. just all. Uh, but I grasp for straws. Go ahead. Well, here's what I'll say. I'm Team. I'm. I need to watch the argument again. I think I'm probably Team Miranda because I think Miranda threw in some truth at her. But I was really glad they had that argument because we started and and that argument makes me I have a question about that argument after Kevin goes. I will just say that when you're doing really stupid things like breaking up and getting back together with someone that you shouldn't be doing that. You really want to have the friends that will yell at you, but then stand by your side. And I think that the Miranda is correct, but she's not being, she's being a good friend and a bitch at the same time. And there's a way that she could be a good friend. So does that put you in Carrie's camp? No, Miranda's okay. right. But it's like, all you're doing is alienating your friend. Like Miranda is purposefully distancing herself from Carrie, maybe because Carrie is being toxic, but there will be another friend that will will be a there's a better way that she could deal with giving across the same information and i would argue that you would probably be one of those people that would be able to give the hard truth and then also not turn it personal and be a little nicer and be able to not not go at it in a in a mean way that's going to make you less good friends with someone i would flip that argument though and say that i don't think John would ever would come at someone. I think that if would you, I think if it was so mean to John, I was like, I don't think John would ever be there for anyone. I don't think, I, I don't think, John, I think John would be more of a carry in every situation. <laughs> no, I think that you would never come at someone and be like, I think you're wrong. I think if someone asked you, you would offer them honest advice 
but you seem, I don't know, maybe it was someone that like really, really, really meant a lot to you, or if it was like a family member, but you, I don't feel like you've, you've been a good person to like go to for advice, but I don't feel like you would just call someone out. Yeah, you don't I, seem I don't like think that. cramming advice down people's throats is necessarily a beneficial thing to ever do. I think. What about right. when well, it comes to Game Miranda's of Thrones? MO. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is a, a strike against Miranda. She's a crammer. She's a crammer. Steve's a dangler. She's a crammer. Mm. Danglers Ooh. and crammers. Uh, wait, so the follow-up to that question, one. Jerry! The follow-up is that that was actually by Ruth Rivera Howe, but random Ruthiness. It wasn't by Liz Coggins. That was her question. But then my other thing is, okay, if you go back to the Charlotte-Samantha argument, are, are you team Charlotte or team Samantha? Do you remember that argument? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I'm, I'm it's pretty, the impotentness I'm argument Switzerland on, on that one. I'm pretty neutral. I think I'm neutral on that one yeah. too. Cause I feel like that one also, I think good the, for both of them, the best thing about that argument is that they came back together at the end. Yeah. 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 I, I would say that maybe Samantha could have deferred a little more to being, to giving her, her, her day. But then also it's like, also the people that like, remind everyone that it's their day like could just chill out a little bit too yeah so therefore i am also switzerland um do we have any more questions any more uh that is the that's i think the most i'm trying to see if there's any other twitter questions did anyone say anything about uh defending carrie uh let's see people i mean since we've got into the show oh um she <laughs> here's a good one. <laughs> this, this is Carly 88 said her apartment's nice. This is really tough. <laughs> Absolutely. And then here's a great I love one. Love Carly 88. Here's here's a good one. But you might argue with this. Uh, I put up on Instagram defend Carrie and someone wrote back. She loves her girlfriends and she has the best boobs. <laughs> she loves talking to her girlfriends about herself. Just. I mean, I I really do think they need to go back and do the workout regiment for SJP if that's not already on the Dude, internet. I'll do it. I will straight up. If, if someone gives it to me, I will follow her diet and workout regimen to a T. We should find that out. I would love that. Oh, real quick. Just yes or no. You guys can tell me yes or no. I saw Kate Walsh from Private Practice and Grey's Anatomy on the subway. And Bad Judge. And Bad Judge. Uh, and... I was like, oh, it should, was it the right move to just not do anything? Or is there a way to just walk up someone? She didn't have your buds in. She seemed like a little, but it'd just be like, Hey, I hate to, I hate to be weird. I do this podcast. I don't know if you're a sex and the city fan. I would assume you probably could have maybe were called back for the show. If I give my card, like, is there an appropriate way on the subway or is it just, you don't so. do it? I don't think, I don't do think it. so. I think right. We ask her right now. Cause she's clearly a listener. Yeah. Kate, Kate Walsh. Will you be on the show? I saw Bobby kind of product. Out. It's try, just, it's try my product. I feel like it's high risk, high reward, but I feel, is there a way to take the high riskness and bring it down to be like, you're, you, you don't take a picture. Right, let, let me ask you a question. How many times have you been on the subway where someone like walks in and either a asks for something or B like sets down like a little napkin with instructions next to you? How many times have you responded positively to either of those things? I've been on every one of those people's podcasts. <laughs> Every podcast. I get what you're saying, but I, I wonder if it's slightly different. If you're Kate Walsh, if you're a famous person. 
if if Maybe. it's yeah, if it's within the wheelhouse of like, sure, I get it. The reason why I didn't do it is because you know it's going to be. I, I told to you, it, I saw a famous comedian in the steam room at the Russian Turkish bathhouse. Yeah. And I hit him up with a personal connection. I was like, oh, we know one of the same people. And he was very nice and gave me his email. And we I emailed him. Response? Nope. There you go. No response. Yeah. No, but now, I, he might respond. That's I think why I'm if not it wasn't, his name. If we he's a very nice sub- guy. If we weren't on the subway car, I think there's a way to do it to be like, I get it. I'm annoyed. Like to downgrade it instead of, because the difference <clears> with the people with the napkins and the money is they're doing the hard sell rather than the soft sell and see if there's any way to be like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'm actually know this. Or if there's any sort of in you can have. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to post the picture of Kate Walsh and Tagger on Instagram. Yeah. I think you should do it. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. Try I want to, let's, let's do, try my product. Let's do try one it. thing real quick. Uh, I asked a question on Twitter. I said, what are your favorite season three moments? Hit us. Let's just, let's just rapid fire, go rapid through fire. what people said. Perfect. Uh, Zachary, Zachary, uh, Kleinfelter. I don't know his Twitter name, but Zachary Klein, Kleinfelter said vagina weights, my vagina weights for nobody. Samantha. <laughs> I don't remember what episode that in, but I remember that line. Uh, random Ruthie has said, see you next Tuesday. Is that a schoolhouse rock? I missed. Did you know Carrie what see you next that? Tuesday means? Yeah, but I yeah. think what was did Charlotte say that because one of them said see you next I Tuesday. I remember that. I remember that saying, but I forgot who said it. Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday, and I end up saying that to people every Tuesday. And in my head, I'm like, I should say something Ooh, else. Sorry, see you next. I should just say the word. Yeah. Uh, Michael Moranti, uh, host of Not a Foodie podcast, he said the LA episode that was his favorite thing. Yeah, I get that. I say I think part two of the LA episode was better than yeah, part one. I agree. Uh, Sydney at SNL 95 underscore. She said when Aiden left Carrie, I hated them together. That was my favorite episode. Ooh. Wow. Whoa. There you go. Shots lover. fired. And then Bryce Lee when one of our favorites. Hello, Bryce Lee when he said, that's bullshit, Carrie. And you know it. That must be the Miranda fight. Yeah, I think that's Miranda, that's Miranda fight. Yeah. Uh, we got to wrap it up. We're getting off, but I do want to post on Instagram. People send back their favorite guests because we had some really great guests. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This season, which, uh, you know, which we can, we started off with uh, Speaking to Carrie podcast. Yep. Um, Jess Schwartz, James Andrew Miller, uh, Corinne Fisher from Guys We Fucked, um, Jacqueline Trumbull from the Bachelor. Bachelor. We had some like Amy Lee from Evanescence. Yeah. This was a monster. I feel like we upped our game. <laughs> oh, we yeah. really did. We had great ones. And we've got, uh, we had Mark Menchaca from Ozark. And we yeah, got yeah. even, we got lots more people coming to you next season. Okay. Mm-hmm. One way we want to end this off real quick is this season, we were glad to be sponsored by Absolute Elix. Absolute Elix. It is. The best vodka you can drink out of a stylish copper cup. Go to their website and get a cocktail. Guys, real quick, five Cosmo rating for season three, comparing it to what you've seen. Five, five four, three, three oh, two, two, one, five, five Cosmos. Cosmos. Five Cosmos. Sure. All right, I'll, we I'll, love I'll you guys. copy you. All right, bye. bye. See you next season. Woo. See you next season, cuns. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>